0: And welcome to episode 509 of the Lead Cast podcast. I'm your host, Nick Thinking Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat.
1: The rank season is finally over. It's
0: finally done. Hey, guys, I almost said episode 309. That would have been crazy, huh? Whoa, man. Yeah, that would have been like four Blast years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a couple new patrons this week. Uh, a little bit of League Cast news. Uh, a pretty hefty amount of new news that we'll talk about. Um, we have a starry. Is that right? We have two stories. We have two stories. We have two stories. No, we have uh, we'll ten talk stories
1: because they're five yeah, each. It's two oh, five. We have two five, stars. five
0: yeah. stories. Sorry, thank you. Um, we will talk about uh, the competitive league and roundtable and close it out with some mail fight. Uh, but first, we have our ad read.
1: Yeah. So uh, our first sponsor for today's episode is our friends over at GamerCraft. GamerCraft is the competitive hub for gamers of all skill levels with the ultimate goal of bridging the gap between the pro and amateur scenes by providing premier competitive experiences otherwise not available for the everyday gamer. They run daily skill adjusted tournaments with over $40,000 in monthly cash prizes taking the competitive tournament experience to the next level. Um, We've been partnered with them for a while now, their app just keeps getting better, their tournaments have been just kind of continuing to go on, there's tons of them all the time. Everything is automated, which is super cool. They'll make your bracket, they'll build your matches, they'll send out prizes. All of it is just really, really great. So all you have to do is download the GamerCraft app, put in code LEADCAST, and you will get $2 for free. Um, there are free entry tournaments or there are paid entry tournaments, which you can use those $2 for. Uh, get out there, play some tournaments, win some prizes. Hell Thank yeah, you, yeah GamerCraft. It-
2: it gets better every single week like added, they made some huge adjustments this week they added a leaderboard they added the abilities that if like three of your members pay for their entry for a tournament the like leader can pay like the entry for the remaining amount which it's just like tons of like quality quality of life stuff they also added 3v3 tournaments so i'm really excited they, they're a really really cool partner that's awesome yeah and uh, then our other sponsors are manscaped and giver uh giver yeah. uh we'll hear more about that later in the show though
0: yeah. So we've got uh oh, I guess we should talk about our weeks, huh? Aiden yeah. how's so?
2: My week was good, man. I I ended master tier for the first Woo. time in my life. So, that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm pretty happy about it though. Like it, it's cool. Um <laughs> I did play a solo queue game after the, the thing ended cuz I, I had a craving. I'm like I need to play one more game. And I played against um there's this one streamer guy that I've played against a couple a couple times. He's like Straw Hat something or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, he's a One Piece fan. Um and he was rage queuing this is the oh. day after the rank season's ended right and he's playing oh, like no. 20 games oh, because no. the night before he demoted <laughs> uh, from he master demoted, like from master to uh, oh, diamond no. one uh, literally like the day of the reset and he was just rage queuing and like his team's like yeah he's just being toxic he's like uh, he's running it down and I, I'm like guys he demoted last night and they're like oh that makes sense
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's he's so
2: playing. funny that is so sad, though. Like, that is like, actually just like, it's gotta just kill you if you demote like the day of. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's gotta be a-
1: worse even than like not quite making it to where you want yeah. to be. Because, like, yeah. I, my, one of my worst ranked experiences was like season four. I think mm-hmm. where I ended like plat one, like 99 LP. Ooh. Yeah. Because I had gone through like four series to Diamond. And like I was like one or two games away, trying to play them when like the clock literally ran out. Like I didn't get to finish my, my last
2: series, yeah. I was actually watching a clip from Tyler One. He was mm-hmm. spectating a guy who um, needed to win in the next three minutes to hit the challenger like uh, refresh window to like get challenger. And there's people on the enemy team, inting, trying to FF the game, trying to get him to challenger, and he just can't win. Like they're winning the game really hard, but like they just can't win in three minutes, and he's just losing his mind. It's the, so funny.
0: There were also two players on the other team who needed the win for challenger. So there was oh, really. I think there. Were, I think there were four <laughs> or five people who. Um, if they won that game, they would have been Challenger. Uh, but I just yeah, know there's, time... like, someone
2: in the game, they're like, I'm trying to FF for you, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think there was a Carthus and a Lux who were just like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it funny, uh, though. Very funny. Uh, yeah, the was... season's crazy, though. That I, I don't like a lot of, like, Tyler's content, but that particular video, that whole video that he uploaded on his channel um, with that particular, like, clip, oh, my mm-hmm. God, it was so funny. It was also the yeah. stream... Um, where he had to reduce his quality to 360. Uh, <laughs> and you just decided to lean into it, use his webcam mic, play uh, <laughs> play music off of his phone.' Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. That's, oh, wait, that's a really
1: that's hilarious mm. just like yeah. <laughs> oh man we got a stream in 360p let's just fucking
2: full send on the load yeah. quality god it was yeah, so yeah. funny
0: he just blew out his mic every single time he said anything. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah but other than that it's been good uh i'm very happy i'm master tier, hoping to get my blitzcrank skin soon in my uh master tier chroma um but yeah, yeah it's yeah. really really good uh what about you colton you have some big um, news
1: yeah. yeah, I, I fucking, uh, I finally made it to Diamond Five series later I think I played five series to D1 It was four or
2: five In the span um, of like three days to- <laughs> Yeah,
1: no it might have been six series then Because I think I had three series that I played in one day yeah. And then like the next day I played like two more And then I, I finally made it at the end And um, Aiden, as much as you want to flame me for being duo boosted I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my honor and say that like the first six wins of that eight win streak on that day were solo plus i i have to coach that guy half the time because like he doesn't know item builds or macro he's (laughs) just really good mechanically so he'll be like it's "It's so funny because i'll be like yeah you should probably go like ldr like now and he's like oh i wouldn't have done that (laughs)
3: Cause... Yeah,
2: it's just funny because, like, um, y- y- your Kenan, like was really good. I thought your Kennen and Corky were, like, if you just played those over and over, you'd just do it because, like, it seems like zero people in that yellow, maybe any yellow, because people just don't see Corky, have no idea how much damage that fucking yeah. character does. Like, they'll just, like, walk up to you and you'll just, like, Auto QR auto like sort of thing, and just they'll die. Oh yeah, and th- they always surprised. But look, my favorite thing, like the craziest thing, Golden is like obviously like y- you did play well. It's not like you can hit diamond without yeah, exactly. playing well. But um, it's just funny in the final game because he's uh very good at Draven. He's a Draven at least yeah. two trick. Um, <laughs> he's five o bottom, and every <laughs> single person <laughs> on your team is zero three or one three. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, oh my yeah. god. And and that last game
1: was funny because like. I was looking at the team comps and I, I like I was last pick mid and I was mm-hmm. like I could like run like the Kennen or the Quirky but I we had played that with that Yi on our team the game before and he popped yeah. the fuck off and I'm like fuck that guy I'm just going to play Malzahar and what yeah. happened every fight he would dive in and I would just ult him and not a single person on their team but QSS Yeah <laughs> so, so like nice. whatever I'll be the sacrificial lamb and just fucking take mel's a hard duty to keep my ad carry alive yeah either way, um, congrats Let's yeah awesome. so we uh i made it i'm uh i'm still a, a d4 hard stuck player but i'm but i'm not a hard stuck plat one player That's yeah, true. Um, hey that's a step so for all the all the people i played with in solo queue games that i flamed and then who told me you're not going to make it to diamond you're a <laughs> trash hard stuck player screw you i did it yeah, I, I did the thing that I've done for the last seven years consistently. This past week has revealed how much I
0: fucking hate the way you play solo queue. There yeah. is, there was one series where I think, I think it was two two, and you decide to like, fuck it, I'm just gonna virus
2: mid. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that <I'm>, game, <laughs> Colton, can I guess what happened? So you were planning on. Your entire team is AP. You're planning. I'll play Corky. They pick your Corky, and then you go fuck. I don't have an AD mid to play anymore because our entire team's AP. That, that's my logic there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay. was that was
1: pretty much it. Where our
2: entire team like we had an AP top,
1: <laughs> yeah. an AP jungle, like an AP AD carry, and like a, a fucking Enchantress support. Yeah. And then I, like oh, I was like okay, they they picked away Corky, and so my options would be to like first time fucking like Kiana like yeah. play Talon who I have no idea or like try to play Varus mid which like I've played some Various mid I'm not great like I haven't played a ton yeah. of it and I don't yeah. think it's yeah. good right now but I'm like, well, I I, can't, I literally can't dodge, so I yeah. might as well try that's, to do something. That's just the time where I
0: was like, oh, Colton's not getting diamond. That's it that's is funny though. <laughs> like we
2: always just look at your games. and We're always like, why is he playing this? Because you'll like have a game where you go like 15-0 on a character, and you'll go mm-hmm. different role, different character in this game, we're like, why? That doesn't make sense, Colton. Please, I got <laughs> or auto
1: filled, or it got the, taken, or something.
0: The craziest parts are like, you, you'll have you'll have two like extremely pop off games like. Yeah. 15 1, yeah. like 7, 7 1, something like that. And then you'll have one bad game, and you're like, I'm never touching this fucking shithole character again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck that character.
3: Play something else.
2: <laughs> it or the just... classic, your team does bad on a role, so you play that role exactly <laughs> like, I'll do okay, this. Okay, but I do, I do that. <laughs> well, okay. That being said, I, that, I, I do that a lot.
3: And I yeah, feel like
1: yeah. it, sometimes it, it fucking bites me, and sometimes it, it works out. Yeah, it's and just funny. Like, obviously, I'd be better off just sticking to my main role, but it's so fucking annoying when you're like, if you play mid and you're trying to ping, like, hey, guys, like, I'm I'm corky and I have a tear and a cull.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I
1: can't follow that Chogath if he's going to contest Scuttle or like to go to top lane. But what do you do? You fight anyway, and it ain't.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll have
1: to play that role so you don't do that anymore. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's just funny. Either way, your your mm. games are very entertaining. Uh, I hope that you go back to streaming because uh, it's it's uh, we we love watching your games. They're just fun. I, yeah. I was
0: just hyped up watching the fucking OPGG. Like yeah. <laughs> every single morning, I'd be like, "All right, where are we at now?" get, get I, that fucking I, refresh. I, <laughs> you keep I wake the tab up at, open. <laughs> I wake up at seven a.m. Oh. Colton played two hours
3: ago. There you go. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-oh. no, I was
1: I was not sleeping much at all. I was I was playing till like three in the morning and then like waking up at like eight to play more. I <laughs> I'm I'm so glad, man.
0: I got, I got about hundred and fifty games in five days.
2: If you don't make it after that, you're so sad, dude. Yeah. It's so Mm -hmm. rough. So
1: I'm glad he made it. It's good. I am too, because I would have been very upset. And I'm also really, really really happy that I can start doing other things with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, there are times when I do want to play 20 games of solo queue in a row, but that is not most days. (laughs) Not
0: end of season. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly how I felt hitting Diamond again this. this year i was like okay now i can play games that i want to play for a while yeah
1: yeah, yeah. but um that's awesome. but that being said like i did have a lot of fun with the guy i was doing with and i think he wants to try to play more and maybe oh, get yeah. some like flex play or clash or tourneys in or whatever so I and
2: mean, the reality of dude is like uh flex like doing someone is so much more fun than playing solo like oh like, like, the, like yeah. yeah like like as much as like yes it does give you an advantage like I think it's pretty silly to say it doesn't for the most mm-hmm. part um, especially, like as long as you have mm-hmm. communication with your teammate and stuff like overall though um, but like holy fuck is the game just more enjoyable <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's so more fun. enjoyable and I, I think that like
1: th- there's that weird line with people who are like okay it it, it gives you an advantage and like people want to call that a bad thing it's like you want what else gives you an advantage buying the right items
3: taking yeah. the right runes but like if, if
1: you don't if you don't use the resources that, that are available
0: like it's called solo, yeah. I mean, it's called solo duo for a reason. And yeah. why would you not give yourself the, the best advantage to win? Like the yeah. best chances? I, mean, I think the I main do have thing a lot is of that fun. most people
2: say that like solo queue should be solo queue and you should only play by yourself. And then there should be mm-hmm. a separate mode, like for example, flex, which is like you can play with whatever friends. And I, I don't know. It just feels like the game is not serious. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's not but, that serious. And like, I wouldn't want, right. Cause then I have to play like 300 games in both to get yeah, the ranks the same. And like maintain it, or like if I yeah, was, yeah. If, if like if you were master in solo and duel, right? Like now you have to play twenty games a week to keep that. Yeah, that, that would Fuck. Suck. I, I, I do think um, it's funny. You ended
0: with exactly two one more wins than, than oh, the two losses. Two more, two games it over five hundred. Yeah, two games over 500. <laughs> Perfect. Positive win rate.
1: <laughs> my, my I think this series that I lost playing Varus fifth game, mm-hmm. if I had won that, I would have been diamond with 50% win rate. Which I think, oh, is, so I think is actually crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I, like, in the grand scheme of things, right, if you do go 50-50... If you go back to the rank you started at the prior season, that does kind of make yep. sense. I guess so, yeah. I
0: um, um the the biggest question mark I have for me, sorry we're spending so much time on this, is like I have no uh, idea how you maintained LP gains that you did. I feel I mean, like they were like really you're...
2: bad for a while. He after like oh, getting yeah. from D4, Were they okay, or sorry, from plat four to plat one ish is where like they started to neutralize a little bit. But his you were you were getting like Plus 11, minus 15 or 16 for a while. I think. Yeah, no, I was I was oh, in like, okay. plus 11, 11 12, and...
1: minus 15, 16. And then after I got into plat one and, like, hit series dropped, hit series drop is when I started going even of, like, plus 15, minus 15 again. But I never had higher plus than minus. Like, I, I never won mm-hmm. more on wins than I lost for losses.
0: Yeah, I, I was just, uh, I, I guess I didn't see that, that part. So I was like, how mm-hmm. the fuck is he, like maintaining this this LP gain the whole time. But.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Again, long story short,
3: finally fucking
1: made it to Diamond. <laughs> um, ended up playing a lot of Kennen, who I d- hadn't played much prior, but... I think man, Kennen's
0: disgusting this season. Yeah, he's really yeah. good, and,
1: like, <laughs> it, it fits my playstyle, where, like, I always look for, like, that window and love just diving into the whole enemy team, regardless. <laughs> um, and if I do that on, like, Alistar i need my uh, my team to follow up when if i do it on kenan and i'm fed enough it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that's that's my uh week ultimately not not a whole lot uh, other than that going on so now that we're 20 minutes into the show nick what have you been up to uh i'll make up for it by
0: by saying not very much i if i played league it was a rams or like some i don't know i think i played a little bit on my smurf to play samira um but uh, I think that's about it. I mean I played a little bit of like persona in Final Fantasy, but I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it. So we can uh, we'll just get into the show. Yeah, I'm um, super down. Awesome. So we've got two new patrons. Shout out to Will and uh Kimmy Real. So thank you for your support. Appreciate it a bunch. And, Double uh, shout
3: out
1: to Kimmy Real because she's real active in like the fucking arcane and yeah. like, in the Discord <laughs> in general, but like in the arcane <laughs> chat. We've been we've been fucking bouncing theories and conversations
2: back. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited to talk about it once I've actually watched yeah. it. Like, it's yeah. heard so many good things about it, so I'm excited. Uh-huh. We'll do so, that. do
1: we have any lead cast news, Aiden?
2: Uh, only thing is that we're going to record a new episode of our patron show sometime in the next, like, week or two. Yeah. Uh, we've all just been busy with the end of season stuff and then just, like, life and work stuff, you know. But we'll get that out before the end of the month. Um, oh, also I'm planning on doing my 2v2 tournament that I got subgold from like a month ago. I'm planning on doing that on probably the 27th, uh, there's world large the 28th instead. So not this weekend, but next weekend I'll put out like an announcement and like a sign up link and stuff in our discord sometime in the next like week or so. Uh, but that will be a 2v2 tournament on howling abyss. Uh, and I'm also probably going to do like a little sponsored stream during it. And then maybe we'll sub, maybe we'll like sponsor subgold doing a 1v1 tournament in the next couple weeks after that. Hell so yeah. if you're interested in either of those, you should tu- uh, tune into the stream or come play in the 2 tournament uh, on the 27th or 28th. So
0: Awesome. Uh, let's jump into the new news where we've got quite a bit to talk about. We're going to do um, Riot Forge
2: first? Yeah, let's do Riot Forge really quick. Um, so the gist of it is that Riot um, has a publishing division, I think is probably the right way to go about it, where third-party developers can make games in the league of legends universe using league of legends ip um and just pu- like ri- they'll be published through riot forge um so like developer is whoever but they make a game that's published through riot forge using league of legends ip and they talked about it like how they do it and stuff they pretty well depending on the eye uh, of the studio obviously they'll go hey are you interested in doing this um pick a character that you like <laughs> which is like really cool uh the the people who are doing convergence the echo uh God, like, that looks so game, good. Um, they kind of like were like, hey, uh, they, they got approached. And they're like, hey, uh, what, what character do you want to do? And they're like, we'll do Echo because we can do so much shit with Echo. Uh, and it just kind of like turned into like a crazy thing. Um, so they did an hour long live stream through Nintendo's. Uh, I think it was through Nintendo because um, mm-hmm, I think so. all these games are being released on Nintendo. Um, and they talked about all four of their games. And then I've heard that there was mention of a fifth game. But I didn't see any video of it or whatever. But the games are Ruined King, which is the Buildwater Ruined King storyline with Misfortune, Yasuo, Braum, Pike, all those characters. It's like kind of like an RPG-esque game. Uh, it looks really, really cool, though. The biggest announcement about this game, though, was that it came out the day that they did the live stream. So it was out yeah. November 16th. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I haven't seen too many people talk about it. But it looks amazing. So I definitely will want to try that. It looks crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, next is Hextech Mayhem, which we talked about last week a little bit because it just got randomly announced. Um, it's a beat game by the BitTrip uh, runner people. Uh, it's uh, like a rhythm game. I, I, My friend uh, Sam, who used to, who created Lola Podcast, he actually has been tweeting about it a bunch. He likes rhythm games and he's just been going through it. He'd like fully complete the game, but he's going back there and trying to like perfect all the levels and Ooh. stuff. Uh, and it's just like, it looks really, really good. He said, it's like a lot of fun. He said, it's like pretty quick to beat, but it has tons of replayability. If you like rhythm games. Um, and that's also came out on the 16th. So, Feel, uh, make sure to check out both of those the next couple things though are new things that we hadn't heard about yet one being uh sorry i guess we did hear about the convergence which is the echo game it's a platformer type game with like a rewind mechanic it looks stylized wise like one of the most fucking great games i've seen <laughs> Convergence, great yeah convergence it looks yeah. so sick yeah it's just such a cool art style I'm uh really did you have for it Yeah, they have a little developer blog where they talk about, um, like using Rewind as a mechanic and stuff and Mm -hmm. how it differs from other games with Rewind. And I don't know, man, like I'm not a huge, like side-scrolling platformer type person, but I probably will have to try this. (laughs) It's crazy. It
0: it looks absolutely insane. It looks very, um, uh, Metroidvania-esque.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. And then the last one, which Colton, I'm not sure if you've seen this yet, is called Song of Nunu, uh, and it's a game that's coming out sometime next year. Convergence also is coming out next year, by the way. I didn't mention that. And it is a game about Nuno and Willem. And it's kind of like an adventure type game. Yeah. An adventure story type game. I don't really know how to describe it, but it looks really cute.
0: <laughs> it does, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, so, I don't know how to describe the style either. But it's... Yeah, it looks really good.
2: Yeah, it's just one of those things that kind of came out of nowhere. And it's like, hey, we were already excited for A, B, and C. But... This is kind of the game we're most excited for now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it looks super good. Yeah, Nunu seems like a great character to do like a game like this. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's gonna be like, it, maybe it might be like more aimed at like a puzzle adventure game. Maybe it will actually be something else, but it, it looks crazy, and I'm so glad that they're like doing tons of stuff like this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Same, but. I know Newton uh, Nick. Uh, sorry, yeah, I know Colton will be excited about that because he really likes Nunu as a character. Yeah, so. but,
1: but Aiden, you got to remember um, when there's things when they put out things that I absolutely will like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to try it for like two years. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And then I'm going to put in 40 hours over the course of like five days. He says with 500 ring hours. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna wait like a year and a half and then get
3: into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only other thing was uh, I heard so like at the beginning of the live stream they say hey we have five games to show you they obviously only had oh, talked about four yeah. but people were like oh I think here they made a nod to a like uh, Demacia game and I couldn't Ooh. fucking figure out where the fuck that was made so I don't know if that was just them not being able to count to five and people just being like ah they said five therefore there must be Something hidden in this conference or something like that. Nah, but, no. What, yeah. what it
1: is, Aiden, is that the next champion released their ultimate drops you and your like <laughs> challenge target into a mini game that you play against each other. Yeah, into a fucking warrior. Either way, it drops you into old school pong. Like you guys both DC yeah. from the game for three minutes and play old school pong against each other, and the winner gets like five k gold. That's funny. Yeah,
2: it's just really cool. Like, I mean. Obviously, like League of Legends IP is super underutilized currently. And being able to be a developer that creates a cool game already and reskinning it as a League of Legends game or mm-hmm. creating something fresh and new as a League of Legends game not only means that you'll have way more options as people who like League of Legends, but also games are going to come out relatively quick like the reality is like we're gonna see four games within a year from riot forge minimum just because we know rune king and hexap came out uh, a couple days ago mm-hmm. and then song of Nude and convergence will be out by the end of 2022 like we could see multiple games a year just because it, it's up to however mm-hmm. many developers are working on shit and that's so cool to yeah, me
1: yeah like they, they can they keep up a really quick pace mm-hmm. and i think like having an established ip and like partnership with a big brand like this um Right Like if you're a a small game developer and like you come up with an interesting mechanic, mm-hmm. I feel like then it's like, okay, cool, now I need to spend eight times as much effort like coming up with like art and music yeah. and like a plot and characterization and it's like there there are some games where like the actual mechanic of it is the the like driving yeah. force of it and then. If you can be like, cool, I'm going to skin it League of Legends and can just make the game
2: I want.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm,
2: I'm so fucking excited. Like the reality is like, I'm, I'm sure you guys can all think of examples of games that you'd love to see reskinned, mm-hmm. but like a great example would be like, Rights obviously doing their own fighter games. They wouldn't do this, but Nick All-Stars Brawl came out a couple months ago. Yeah. The Nickelodeon fighting game, which is just the people who made Slap City uh, got approached by <laughs> oh, Nickelodeon awesome. to make a fighting game. Right. And like, if Project L wasn't coming out, and obviously Project L is very different than a, like, uh, 2D, like, platinum platform uh, fighter, um, but, like, could you imagine, like, a League of Legends-type melee game? Like, no, that'd be so sick. <laughs> it'd be so cool, right? And, like, yeah. the, with Riot Forge, this is a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's so fucking crazy to me. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's, yeah, it's great. Uh, you guys ready to talk about the patch? Patch 11 23? Yeah.
0: We'll probably um, awesome. go through
2: it pretty quickly because we kind of already went through a lot of it over the last couple weeks. But I, anything that's interesting, we can like have a discussion about for sure.
0: Yeah, I do think we touched on all of the items mm-hmm. and the, the Drake changes, which I think are the biggest uh, parts of the patch. So, um, yeah, first up, hey, there's a Lulu bug fix uh, already where <laughs> picks would become targetable after Lulu traveled through a hex gate which yeah. is uh pretty funny
2: <laughs> yeah i saw a video of her blocking what was it it was it was something crazy but she like a caitlin alt or something yeah like a caitlin alt or something <laughs> yeah <that's> so <laughs> oh, help insane. me Pix. block this caitlin alt <laughs> it's just crazy that stuff like that happens like just it is it is yeah
0: yeah um awesome and then we'll jump straight into it uh into the arcane um so obviously hey guys arcane's out if you haven't heard um there's uh the council archives which gives a lot of backstory to jace's uh jace and vi's uh, uh, backstory um some more information there ultimate spell book is back uh, i don't know if it's live yet um but it'll be back in this patch um hey you can create your own arcane avatar um so we've had a little bit of fun of in the discord about that uh, yeah. where, where you kind of like create your own character um it's pretty fun what what you can come up with uh summoner rift has some accents related to arcane uh and there was a caitlin asu audio what is that what is asu
2: i i i know exactly what it is
0: i can't remember but it's it's basically (laughs) just a visual and audio update yeah um so they updated that stuff uh awesome objective bounties are in the game uh, so this is um, for when a team is losing. We obviously talked about this. Uh, Baron and Elder um, start at the following and can be increased up to up to sixty percent of the of the value, um, and it's split evenly. So for Baron and Elder, it's five hundred gold split. Drake's in Rift Herald, five hundred gold split. Outer turret two hundred fifty, uh, inner turret four hundred, and base turret four hundred, all split, um, and it, it highlights it on the map. Uh, When you press tab, what the current objectives are, as well as the values of those objectives at the top.
2: Um, Just to give like uh, first day impressions, because I think I'm the only one who's played on this patch so far. Um, So there's tons of issues with these, but... I think overall it is a good mechanic. People are very much freaking out about it. They're like, this is dog shit. Like someone, if, someone, if you're like only a little bit behind, you get like crazy rewards and mm-hmm. stuff, which it's something that they're they're trying to tweak, right? Is the idea, right? Like the Riot has come out and said, hey, if you felt like the, the objective bounties were too much in your game, make a report so we actually know about this. We're trying to tweak them for when the season actually starts. They'll be balanced and stuff. Um, my main issue is that I don't know if they should all be active at the same time. Yeah. Uh, because like I feel like the issue is like you get behind or the enemy team gets behind, and then they can do uh Herald, Dragon, or get a turret and get like gold back. Which yes, in theory, when you have a lead, you should be able to transition the game into a win, right? But you can't defend all of those things, right? And that will become mm-hmm. the issue in like pro play, I think, as well, where mm-hmm. even if a team's really far ahead, they don't they have to go for trades, right? You can't defend all three of your turrets, well-defending Baron, well-defending Dragon. Uh, that's just not how it works. When you go for Dragon, they're probably going to be taking top turret, like, even if they're behind. Yeah, so. and, like, that's that's a very,
1: very common thing that you see, exactly, as, and yeah. is considered good macro, right? Is that, yeah. like, we're going to accept the trade because while they get something, we get a lot more, <laughs> right? Like, okay, cool, they get bot lane outer tower we get a baron or like we get three turrets they get one Mm
3: -hmm. like
1: those are good macro decisions
2: (laughs) yeah but now they'll be more in their favor which feels like if if it was only like say dragon and bottom turret were the objectives right now then maybe you do try to prioritize dragon and bottom turret and let them trade top turret right rather than like playing top side of the map so i I just feel like there's not really a lot of decision making that but i'm sure everything's like going to be able to be changed. It feels overall like objective bounties feel great for the game, though. It's a great way to come back into it. As long as it doesn't completely fucking turn the game, then stuff like this is awesome. It will create more fighting, if anything, which is what League of Legends needs.
0: Yeah, I feel like there should be a primary objective and a secondary, maybe, for, for half yeah. the value, where, okay, it, uh-huh. it should be apparent to both teams what the losing team should be focusing on. And yeah. I think that's sort yeah, of the yeah. trade-off, where if... If you're able to get this, it's going to be super valuable, but you can also focus your attention on other parts of the map, which will also generate, you know, income for you or, or advantages, uh, just not to the same degree that the specified ones, you know, are.
1: Yeah. I think that that's actually a really good way to do it, Nick, is to have a, like, this is your primary bounty where you could get like 500 bonus gold and then you could also do this one for 250 and then like the the other one isn't going to give you any bonus at the moment. Like you kind of have to go for one of those two if you want a bonus or you could just take the other one and it's probably going to be low risk because they're not defending it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that that leads to, to interest. I don't, I won't say like good or healthy like macro because maybe the losing team just gets free objectives and the mm-hmm. you know the defending team has to just, hard commit to, to one particular objective. But I, I think it, it could be very interesting from mm-hmm. my, my very non existent <laughs> experience with it so far.
1: Yeah I mean I like I think it, it works somewhat in like in the same vein as like kindred marks on cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, where it's like, well we can all pile into like one side of the jungle to try and get Kindred's mark mm-hmm. on Gromp. Or you can just know that their jungler is gonna be going to steal yeah. it, and like let Kindred and your mid lane or dive top, and say like mm-hmm. "fuck it." Like I, I know you want to stop me from getting this mark, so I'm gonna do something else like on the opposite side of the map.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only other thing to note is I also think that they shouldn't be based off of... So they're currently based on four factors, XP lead, gold lead, dragon lead, and turret lead. Three of those things are very tangible things, being XP, gold, and turret lead. Turret lead also just practically being gold lead, by the way. But dragon lead, I think, is a very weird one to base bounties Mm. on, because you could, in theory, have a two dragon lead. The enemy team could get a bounty to take a turret or something like that. And they just skyrocket gold, but they're not really behind gold. They're just behind dragons. Um, and then they have a huge gold advantage because dragon is a lead, even though I don't mm-hmm. think dragons by themselves are yeah, that really substantial weird. of a buff, but that, yeah, once again, everything, everything we, can be twe- we,
1: tweaked. We, we've seen a lot of that in like competitive where like one team is ahead in experience gold and towers. And the only thing the other team has is dragons. And they're like, yeah, turtle for for soul
0: yeah that ends up being the the, their primary win condition at
1: that
2: Mm -hmm. point yeah Yeah. it's interesting like i understand why they thought about it but it probably just needs to be like less factored in because the other Mm -hmm. ones are way Mm -hmm. more tangible uh advantages i would say just
1: make dragons gold only again get rid of all of the souls yeah (laughs) get get rid of the new chemtech drake get rid of the new (laughs) hextech fucking get rid of it all dragon is just gold again (laughs) <laughs> uh, awesome. So we'll jump
0: into the uh the other part of the patch. Jungle changes. Uh they've introduced two dragons, Chemtech and Hextech. Uh they have their selection rates temporarily doubled during this patch only, mm-hmm. just to get a little more perspective on uh on the map changes in the dragon souls. Um so if you feel like you're getting those more often, you are, and that's intended, and it won't be intentional forever.
2: Yeah, I've, I've mm-hmm. my two games both had hex gates as like the dragon of the yeah. map. Um, and they're fun as fuck to play with, by the way. Yeah, that
0: one seems <laughs> really fun. I was gonna say,
2: I don't think they're mm-hmm. broken at all. So, the one thing I didn't know was so the ones in the base, so it goes like base to red buff and base to blue buff, and then uh, red buff and blue buff to other side, red buff and blue buff, it was kind of like where they go on the map. So, there's six mm-hmm. total. The base ones to red buff and blue buff are one way portals. Uh, Oh, the interesting. middle ones are uh, two-way. So like, it makes sense because like you, you can't backdoor like, by going through portal from red buff to the enemy base or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but enemies can get into the jungle quicker. I think that's a really good way of doing it. I yeah, I like that. Before, so. are you, can you use them in combat? You N- can't use them in combat, and if you take damage, it stops. It's like a, only like a two-second okay. channel, though, to use it or something like
1: okay, that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure that was thing. um thing. So as well as those new drakes, they've adjusted cloud. Um, instead of giving a, a ultimate ability haste it now gives out of combat movement speed as well as just general slow resistance
2: slow resistance is kind of sick actually I, yeah I, I, I cool like this change
0: a lot uh, compared to the uh, ultimate ability haste mm-hmm. uh, especially
2: like with uh, hex tech giving just basic ability haste so it's mm-hmm.
0: good yeah uh, riff scuttler is uh, the will have reduced health and reduced experience um, so Hey, it's no longer uh, 50-50 the Crab to win the game.
2: What's Crabber going to do next season? Yeah, True. They,
1: they gutted the experience. So yeah. 80% less EXP. Um, for the the jungle players out there, this has really changed the path you want to take to hit like level 4 in most cases. like You can't 5-camp into Scuttle for level 4. You have to full commit to a full clear and scuttle (laughs) to get level four um you could still do like a three camp gank scuttle and be level three or you could do like a two camp cheese like but it's it's really lowered the prior of of first scuttle which i think is really 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 good for the game um i hated how important first scuttle was because to me it always made it like there's no point ganking early, because even if you, like, go bottom and get a double kill, if their jungle gets to double scuttle you because of that, you're behind. Yeah. It just felt so bad.
3: hmm
2: Yeah. It's a good change, though. It's great. Yeah. Uh awesome. um, New items. So, I think for new items, we'll probably just talk about the ones that we are interested in, but like, we already went through all these stats and stuff before. Uh, we can give a brief overview of what they do, but we'll, we'll go into a discussion if any of them are, like, interesting, so...
0: Yeah, just a quick little one. Uh, Crown of the Shattered Queen is up first. Uh, This is the AP item where you're safeguarded uh, against damage until you take damage. And while you're safeguarded, uh, you gain a bunch of ability power. Um, I think this is going to be pretty good, honestly, uh, especially if you're able to maintain that. Uh, And I was also hearing people talk about it. And it seems like this is going to be really strong uh, with um, Ingenious Hunter, to reduce that item uh cooldown. Uh, oh yeah, from 40 seconds call. down
2: a little bit. Ingenious Hunter is getting nerfed by the way for sure. Oh, is it? I I, I- not Predators in this patch though right? every single character in the game That's i true. just think because of predator it will get nerfed like it turns yeah. out people have realized item actives are very strong and ingenious hunter reducing them by such a high amount is really gross so i
0: wonder yeah. if there's a way for a predator to turn that because it, it is problematic um 60 movement speed is absolutely insane i yeah. wonder if there's a way to turn that from an active item to more of a um i mean i, uh, I think it's with to, all to actives though
2: like i think it's, no like, it is like, yeah it is there's Gore Drinker's another one that's, like, abused with, like, high, um, ability haste builds and stuff like that, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. but I think the only thing that's, like, 100% problematic right now is, is Predator, right? Yeah, that, predator that's like, zone. Zone. yeah like, if predator, Predator's yeah. the
1: biggest one, I think the easiest way to go about it would just to be, like, Doesn't state predator. on Predator that item ability haste does not affect Predator. Yeah, it or it affects it half, like, yeah, that's, right, like, that's the Band-Aid fix, That's Mm -hmm. not super great, but like, you you could do
3: that. Yeah, yeah. You could Um, say it's a rune, not an item. Like, yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, that that was what I was
1: talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and that therefore, yeah, doesn't apply. Cool. Um, Up next, you've got Evan Shroud, which is the basically new Abyssal Mask. If you immobilize uh, a champion, then that champion takes a bunch of increased damage for a period of time. Don't worry, Um,
0: and all nearby enemies as well. It's so gross. Oh. It is everyone oh. near that uh, that target. <laughs>
2: Colt's face. <laughs> what? So yeah, Colt. If you're playing Leona, all you have to do is play the game because you'll be stunning yep. people or getting stunned, and everyone around you will just be uh, taking 12% extra damage. Okay, <laughs> and guess so what? you also
0: a...
1: don't Let need me... aftershock. Yeah. Can we can we clarify immobilize real quick? Because that would be like stun, suppress, knock up, or knock back. Fear root, fear root. But okay,
0: like I think I think immobilization is classified as anything where you lose control of your character. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just that is ridiculous that it's (laughs) it's not only the person you hit, but everyone else. Because like that was always the qualifying factor that made the item not obscenely overpowered. Was that like okay? You have to CC their whole team if you want it to apply to all of them.
0: You My know what, thing, um, Colton,
2: is, is the dream play where you have this item, and you get <laughs> one hit. You get one hit. You just get fucking blown up, and mm. then everyone on their team takes 12% extra damage because they CC'd <laughs> you, and then they die. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it's if they CC you also? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
0: if you CC, let's say it's in, it's in bottom lane, if you CC the support in range of the AD carry... Both the AD carry and the support will be taking increased damage.
2: Or if you're Leona and you walk up, miss all your shit, yeah. And then the Nami bubbles <laughs> you. They will also be taking increased. Damage.
1: That's oh, so wait. wrong. That's so In, bad. No. I didn't realize that yeah. it worked.
2: Okay, I'm In sorry. Cold. I didn't realize like, that. If you're playing wow. Leona, a hundred percent of the time, this item is active. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah, there's no there's no cooldown, right? It it doesn't no. say. No, it's just okay. Yeah, so so
1: here's here's what's gonna happen, right? Is you you build this on Ramus, and you AFK, and they stun you, and then they yeah. all die to your fucking pass. <laughs> yeah, they it's, just uh, all melt.
0: Yeah, I, uh, for comparison's sake, I believe press the attack value is still twelve yeah. percent. Uh, so you just press the attacking oh every champion that that is around your target. Yeah,
1: I I can't wait to see this get nerfed quickly. Anyway, and up next we've got Axiom <laughs> Arc. Which, what is this? This is the ultimate cooldown <laughs> it's cool. item. I think yeah. it's...
0: I don't think it's as good as it sounds. But no. I do think it's, like, so fucking stupid for the game. I think it's only good when you're massively ahead and it doesn't really matter what you build. Because, um, like, realistically, if you kill three people to get your ult back up, you, you know, based on, I, I don't know, a character with pretty low... A low cooldown ultimate... Um, The the fight's probably over anyway.
2: I guess the Uh, bigger thing, though, Nick, is that I like so that's I think what most people's analysis is is like yeah like I mean cool if you kill three people you get to ult again. The bigger thing is characters that are super ultimate reliant. Um, say like a a Zed's a great example, right? If they kill someone, just having twenty five percent of your ultimate back is great. You know what I mean? Not necessarily like killing multiple people and using it immediately, but like getting. I don't know, mm-hmm. 30, 20 seconds, whatever it is, off your That's... ultimate just by killing someone. Mm-hmm. Like it means you have way more opportunities. To, or like once again, Evelyn. It, like obviously this doesn't work because this is an AD item. Evelyn mm-hmm. is a character that I think is one hundred percent fucking ultimate reliant, or until she's like turbo fed. Until she's and got thirty kills, yeah. If this was an AP version, she would build it every game because she needs. Even if it's just like getting twenty five sec- sec- twenty five seconds, or whatever off her ultimate um, is crazy for her. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you,
1: Aiden. That I think. Where we're going to probably see this item used more is high cooldown ultimates Yeah, that are typically designed to make one pick, right? Like, the Rengar and Zed, I think, are really good examples where, yeah, you're not going to proc it three times and get to ult twice in a fight, mm-hmm. but your go button goes from, like, 70 seconds to now, like, a 50 second um, or yeah, but I, 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 sort of like I, Wukong, for example, it's like you go yeah. in and like, as long as you kill one person now, your ultimate and your, again, your go button is not a minute and a half, but it's just like a minute. Yeah, I
0: guess. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see it being like that impactful. I guess I, I don't think it's good uh-huh. for the game period. I, I think it, this is a stupid way to, to, to implement. I, I just think this is a bad thing to imp- implement. If a character is relying on this and they end up building it frequently, their ultimate then has to be balanced around you know getting it off twice in a fight when it's usually supposed to just be once Mm
2: -hmm. i think it should probably be balanced around like using your ultimate on that character it shouldn't just be like mm -hmm. when an enemy dies that you've damaged because like for example a great like there's a video on reddit today of this being obviously like a meme clip of a nocturne alting in uh killing mm -hmm. three people and then alting immediately again yeah and it's like it's silly but like I mean it, it should just be like It should only work on the person that he ulted in my opinion But it's probably not that strong anyways I think
1: but. Yeah honestly what I would ha- What I think would have been probably A better way to go about this as a concept Was to put it On a keystone And I think uh, that'd it, be if cool, they, yeah. I think they could have put this on a keystone That then any character could Run it mm-hmm. with, with the general idea that it's like you're not going to be as effective as you could have been without it, but, like, if you do just want to have your ultimate up all the time, it, it could work, right? Like,
3: you yeah. could
1: take it on Malzahar, for example, and it's like, okay, you don't get airy anymore, so, like, your damage drops significantly, or you don't take um, Dark Harvest on Karthus anymore. Like, your damage drops significantly, but your ultimate is going to be up more, and I think they could have probably balanced it well with that route, Especially maybe if they put it in the inspiration tree as a keystone, yeah. where it's like, okay, like, if you want this, and then you can make it really strong, but it's like, you're, you're all-inning, like, you have to have the clutch ultimates. Yeah. But I, I guess, like, I think
0: there should be no way to reduce your ultimate cooldown outside of in-kit things and, like, actual ability haste. I just think that it's too like toxic for the game all it takes is like one patch for this to be strong for it to be like oh this is really fucking frustrating and broken and it's gonna get nerfed to the point that it, it it's never built again like i just oh, don't yo, think it's a wait. good addition to the game i can't
1: wait to to fucking conjure up a troll build where i get to build this on zillion <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have I'm gonna ultimate ultimate five my seconds. ultimate on two people at the same time i'm gonna i i think i can make it happen if i if i go ultimate hunter and this and like max haste i think let there's a world me. where i can have my ulti on two people at once
2: <laughs> let me know what character you're what games you're playing it so I, I can avoid being in those yeah, games, true. as if we played
1: so a game of league nasty. of legends together in the last month year yeah <laughs> year uh, but, okay. Anyway, that's enough for the axiom arc. Uh, yeah. Shadow flame is an item. What is this? One of the new sunfire?
2: No, it's uh, the AP version of the shield uh, damage item. So oh yeah,
1: bonus bonus damage against shields, shielded targets. Yeah, you get magic
2: resist about. based on the char- character's current health. So you get ten magic resist scaling up to tw- sorry going to twenty if they're uh... magic penetration sorry. not magic yeah magic pen based on their health. Uh, the target's current missing health or current target's current health um but it automatically is at the max magic pen if they were recently affected by shield this is a great way of doing a shield break item by the way i think this is Uh, like
0: brilliant i feel like this isn't even really that shield reliant like no it's not would you not just build this on every single character period
2: Probably because it's a hundred AP and there's very few high AP items. Yeah, but I, I think and
0: in and general, it just gives you it just gives you a baseline ten magic plant pen. Plus, it's yeah. a it's a legendary, mm-hmm. not a mythic, right?
2: I, I yeah. just think the idea I mean, of like doesn't... you always build this versus high like shield comps, and then it's still like a good pen item for mages. Uh-huh. Regardless, it's just a really cool idea. I think. No,
0: opinion. I th- I think so too. I think yeah. the values are just like kind of fucked.
1: I think they're a little high. um, mm-hmm. And I mean, right? So the i guess the caveat is right it's 100 ap which is huge 200 health but like no haste no haste um, yeah but you but, got 100 but still AP like 10 or t- up to 20 magic pen like i'm i'm considering right like the one of the worst case scenarios that you could have to play against would be like leblanc who goes luden's sorcerer's shoes, and this item yeah, exactly. and has like 60 flat magic pen at three items. <laughs> yeah. In like 300 AP. Like, what do you do about it? Your Lulu. Sh- just kidding. Just kidding. You take more damage because Lulu shielded you. It doesn't, oh, yeah. no, it
0: doesn't like cut shields or anything like no. that, which I think is a really interesting way to yeah. to, to counter shields. Um, But yeah, the values just seem a little bit high versus non shielded targets. It seems really, really
1: good. Regardless of if they have shields, which I think like Serpent's Fang had the same problem for quite a while, and they had oh for sure yeah. So I think we'll see adjustments on this to make it more of a shield cut item as opposed to a buy this every time because it's that good item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like, I it. like it's that well. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, Winter's approach is next. It is a mythic item that. Gives you bonus health equal to 8% of your mana. So, this is the. This is a mythic, right?
2: It is a uh, legendary item. I believe. Yeah, it's a legendary. Legendary,
1: okay. Oh, sorry. So, Winter's approach is the component that builds into then Fimble Winter. It,
2: it's a tank tier item. So, like, you have to, you have to yeah. stack it like a tier, and then it turns into like a. T- like, instead of seraphs or mana units, like. Oh, Fimble yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, it turns into that.
1: Uh, it gives you a bunch of health, a bunch of mana, some ability haste. It gives you bonus health equal to part of your mana, and then it it adds uh, the you know the effect is slowing or immobilizing an enemy champion, consumes some of your mana, gives you a shield, and um, it is uh, even more shield if you're against a bunch of people. So um, yeah, and it's the I best it's rise really item in the game. Put, what? <laughs>
2: It's the best rise item in the game. I love tank items. I love when tank yeah, items are the I love tank items best. to rise. <laughs> uh, um, I,
1: I do think it's nice that they gave a tier item to tanks. <laughs> I am someone who loves to see parody in the game like that, where it's like, okay, if tier of the goddess is, like, an item, like, there should be a, a tank tier item, an AD tier item, and an AP tier item. Um, I would honestly, like, I think it would be really sick if they created a, like, support tier item, where it's not just, like yay i get a ton of ap but like my shields and healing healing are better or something like mm-hmm. that but yeah uh, so that's the thing um there's some adjustments cool. to Bombie cinder frostfire Tank, and sunfire mm-hmm. um i don't think there's anything really huge there uh, abyssal mask since they moved that passive onto the new mythic um it now is a uh it's an MR shred plus an
0: MR yeah. gain.
2: Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Mm. Also, why didn't they update the Abyssal Mask icon? I don't know. That's one of the only icons not updated. Yeah, in the game. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, huh? huh. Interesting. Anyway. uh Uh, yeah force of nature is really interesting to me uh so instead of being the stack item where you get like a shitload of movement speed and stuff um now when you're at full stacks you just take 20 percent reduced magic damage and get movement speed so it's rather than like being like every stack is better um you have to hit max stacks but when you hit max stacks you're just fucking muted
0: (laughs) i I like this a lot i think um like mr items have always been a little lackluster but Mm -hmm. uh this is really nice it's great Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and and I think that it's good because like a lot of, there's a lot of variety in AP characters of like, I'm going to hit you with one or two abilities versus like, I'm going to hit you with nine in a row mm-hmm. and it, it lets you kind of build accordingly. Um, right. Cause if you're against a Carthus, this does nothing to, for, for yeah. you against his ultimate really. But if you're against like a Cassiopeia, it's like, great. She's going to Q Emi twice. I'll have already gotten all three Q procs. I'm like, now I'm just taking 20% reduced damage.
2: Yeah. Um, um Knight's, Knight's Vow, the update, is one of my favorite updates in the game. It might be OP, but I think it's really cool because I build this item uh-huh. a lot on Tom is like a fourth, fifth item if my AD carry is doing well. So rather than just being a damage redirect like it used to be, it's now less of a damage redirect. But uh, when they deal damage, you heal for 8% of that damage. Um, So... That's kind of crazy. So if you have a turbo fed AD carry, which is the only reason you should ever be building Knight's Vow anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, they get like uh, they take like less of a damage reduction, which is probably healthy for the game. But if they're doing well in a fight, you're just healing as a tank.
3: <laughs> like,
1: it's yeah, so crazy. Right. And that's, I think that's really cool. I think that also works really well for a lot of tank support archetypes where it's like, I, I build Knight's Vow to keep you alive, I'm not as tanky as I could be otherwise but you make me tanky with how much damage you do yeah like, I think that's a really like nice relationship to have in the game
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, I would also say like in general you redirect less damage but when they're lower you redirect more now right because it was like it was a constant 15 before yeah and now it's 10 up to 20% yep. if they're low it's um, so like there's real opportunities for you to just like save your ad carry at low health what's the uh, proc
2: point for shield Bow? i think it's also 30 percent which That's is pretty nuts
1: i like yeah i could see this being like a, a a really good combo where they might adjust one of those to be like 25 or 35 um but yeah i think it's super cool and i i've always liked knight's vow as an item um so excited to see them giving it a little love
2: yeah it's great Cool. Um, next is Aegis. It just got uh, its price reduced. Same with Gargoyle's Stoneplate and Locket because those are all component pieces of that. Um, Locket uh, on...
0: stays the same, but the combine is uh, 100 more.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Wait, why would so
0: that the, So okay. the cost of Aegis uh, went down by 100, so yeah. Locket needs to go up by 100 to keep the cost the same. <laughs> oh,
1: that makes, yeah, that makes but sense. But then so. Gargoyles went down with
0: it. Yeah. Uh, even though um, I think Gargoyles is disgusting it's so op like you get yeah, a bunch Gargles of uh, crazy armor and magic is just in a fat shield
2: the shield is gross um next we're on to mage items so no real they big made changes Everfrost real cheap yeah they just made it like super cheap there's nothing really changed about it uh honestly there's so many other good mage choices now that like i hmm. think we'll see less Everfrost, which is probably good. yeah right
1: so they they lowered the like its mythic passive values its base ap is down it's, it's just, like, a cheaper, not as good item, mm-hmm. but I think that that's really good for the game because, like, if you're gonna take Everfrost, you should be taking it for the active, not for the stats.
2: Yeah, I think this benefits, like, all the characters that, uh, yeah, build it just purely for, like, it's active. Like, TF is, like, a character that jumps out a lot for me. Like, TF mm-hmm. doesn't really build typical items everything tf builds is like to amplify the way that he plays the game right like you build rapid fire Mm -hmm. second on tf not because you like ad and crit but because it allows you to gold card them from further you know what i mean so like it feels like this fits into that of like being a cheaper item that just fits Mm -hmm. like what you need uh which is cool
1: yeah and it 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 serves a specific purpose where i think you know um tom kench is another like an example where you take the, the ice fist Mm -hmm. because it lets you get your other items faster and it lets you do what you need to do. Even though, you know, Sunfire, like, you absolutely do way more damage if you went Sunfire.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: But is the point of playing Tom
2: Kinch really to do damage in a 1v1? Not really. It also makes your queue longer, but that's also not... It doesn't update the actual cast animation, so it's (laughs) hard to...
3: Anyway, (laughs) uh,
1: Dominic's Embrace, they just... Dominic, Dominic. <laughs> Dominic <laughs> embrace. Do you guys not remember that meme? No, <laughs> no. no. I I, for, I think it was an email we got, or somebody, maybe it was oh, okay. in a community. This sounds game. like somebody, you're gaslighting us into believing. No, nah, no. Somebody somebody called it Dominic's <laughs> embrace, and I refused to call it anything else for like three weeks. Okay. Uh, but Demonic embrace, um, they are lowering the AP, increasing the health, and um, I think. They're adding a new passive. Gain 2% of your bonus health as ability power. Again, pushing it more towards... like This is for tanks who want to do a little bit more damage. And not... Well, you might as well combine this with your Leandries to burn the shit out of everyone.
2: Yeah, it's great. Good change. Um, Uh, Awesome.
1: Archangels is up next. Uh,
0: This had some pretty big changes. Um, It has health now. A little bit less AP. And you it you gain ability haste equal to bonus mana rather than ability power equal to bonus mana so a pretty big hit in terms of damage from archangels
2: yeah it's, i think that's fine um, cosmic drive weird. is interesting it's becoming less of just a stat item so you don't when you before if you had 160 ap you just got ability haste and ap now you have to damage a champion with uh, three three separate attacks attacks or spells to gain 20 percent movement speeds discating down to 10 percent and gain 40 ap until leaving combat so mm-hmm. once you proc it you kind of have this buff but like you're not just getting stats because you have an 160 ap which is cool i, I think that's a good yeah. change and they, they
1: really changed the way it's it's being utilized because this item was, I think, like most prevalent. We would see it as a second item on LeBlanc for a lot of people just because yeah. it's really good stats and movement speed makes assassins insanely stronger because mm-hmm. they can be everywhere all of the time, right? If you have to hit them with three attacks or abilities, like, this is not for characters who pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm and in, in, i think that this item was like also really good on control mages for the same reason where it's like great i just i just get more ap and can position better and, and don't need to do anything like no you, you have to hit a bunch of stuff before it goes off and then you stay in combat so this is going to be stronger for those that stick around in long extended fights
0: yeah yeah Yep. Uh, horizon uh, focuses up next uh some stat changes and the passive now applies to slowed enemy champions so we will probably see this picked up more frequently
2: yep, yep. uh void staff more pen more money more pen more, pen, pen, more, more money, money less ap, AP. <laughs> yeah um, pushing
0: it later into the game versus like a second third item yeah it's great yep,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep. uh doran's ring they're changing a thing
3: yeah, it's like a and presence health. of mind now where you get a little bit yeah. of
0: regen, you get a little bit more if you damage an enemy champion. Okay, uh, and yeah. if, you can't, if you can't get mana, you get health instead. Yeah. Uh, Hextech Alternator gains health and loses ability power.
1: Okay. Uh, Knight Harvester and Rocket Belt are going to be, I think, affected by that a little uh, bit? Just the, no. the build path
0: has changed and then that's it for those.
1: Yeah, Okay um some lethality item changes it looks like most of this uh they're lowering the cost on them pretty well across the board with the exception of yomu's which is up um as for actual changes in effects it looks like they're tweaking around some of the scaling and then for Mm -hmm. like duskblade making it work differently for ranged versus melee characters um All in all, I think they're just working to balance them a little bit better, and again, it seems like most of these have effects for melee versus ranged, because I think these items are intended to be used on melee characters.
3: Yeah,
2: they pretty well just, like, summed it up by saying that, like, uh, for assassins, building a mythic first felt bad. They want you to still, like, want to build a mythic early rather than rushing other lethality Mm -hmm. items, so it's good. Yeah uh we'll jump into runes first strike was added i think we
0: talked about all of these already yeah we 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 talked talked about them a lot too (laughs) and and we'll give our thoughts on it once we uh have a little bit of chance to to actually play with them uh first strike is in the game prototype omni stone is removed glacial augment is changed lethal tempo is changed um spoiler i think lethal lethal tempo is probably the most broken out of all these it's Um, getting nerfed for sure based on based on a bit of feedback. Uh, ultimate spellbook is uh added um there are a ton of new ultimates to be to be added that you can look at uh as well as some that were uh changed or removed um so go ahead and look at that um something about auto smite i do think it's good book. that they removed <laughs> melphite
2: by the way because i think that's like just an auto choice you know what i mean even though it was like a fun one to use yeah. on every single character like it feels weird to remove a fun thing but it was a fun in the fact that it was fun for the one person who got it, and then like it's just yeah. the best one, so it's cool. I, I think still think
0: Cho'Gath was the most fun just to make That's every fair, character yeah. big, but um, but yeah. Um, then Auto Smite. You don't have to take Smite for this because it feels bad having Smite and a Summoner spell. Um, mm-hmm. so you'll you'll see how how that functions. Uh, we have some Caitlyn, Jace, and uh, Jinx updates, and really, I think the only one that um matters is the uh the Caitlyn update where they removed some of her animation cancels kind of said she wasn't mm-hmm. this wasn't intentional and uh she can't have these anymore which i think is a little frustrating given how other characters are treated yep. mm-hmm. um
1: it's it's a very inconsistent
2: approach but i posted uh a the video uh, from saber saber is the Caitlyn so god funny. who's like has all the animation cancels and stuff down and it's just him like going hey guys uh just gonna want to show you the new animation cancels for caitlin uh so you can e into q and you can uh e into w and uh thank you that's all caitlin combos i have for the day
1: the whole
0: like guide is 43 seconds long yeah from, just from like start to load screen to like champion select like so funny. That being said,
2: I do, just want to say Caitlyn's auto attack cancels were jank and they were in the game by mistake and they Mm -hmm. purposely tried to remove them and they couldn't remove them. So their logic was, hey we're giving her an update, we can either A, remove them, or B try to re-implement them after updating her. Which, they're like, that feels weird. It feels like we're trying to re-put in a mechanic that we tried to remove because it's liked. um, Mm -hmm. Which is weird. And it's also like they were unintentional to begin with so like they would have
1: to figure out how to implement an unintended interaction that they couldn't figure out why it was happening because if they could they would have taken it out already right mm-hmm. like th- it would have been weird um but hey that's caitlin now i'm sure we'll see more changes to her yeah as the season progresses now that they've taken those out
2: um, it is I funny think... the backlash on that though Cause like You mm-hmm. act like fucking everyone Who ever talked about this character Knows the animation cancel I've never in my fucking life Seen someone do Headshot animation cancels They are hard as fuck to do Like of course If you go into a practice school You can practice them And get good at them But I've never seen a Caitlyn do them And it, the uh, the upset on Like the upset on Reddit Is crazy People are acting mm-hmm. like They, they blew oh, yeah. the character And they need to buffer Because who of this don't,
1: People who don't play Caitlyn at all I'm sure are up in fucking arms About this And it, yeah. it happens anytime They make changes to things But
0: yeah it's sad, but that's all right. Yep. Um, all chat is uh, kind of keeping or staying the same. Uh, if you don't have it, you're not going to get it. And if you have it, you're not going to lose it. Yep. So that's yep. that's where we're at with that. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. funny, I think. But- it's <laughs> <And> fine by <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, end of season rewards should start coming out and be done by December 16th. Uh, Clash rewards as that's well. That's really long, comes- right? It's like two yeah. patches. Um, yeah. Guess. Uh, it just seems Clash... like something that should be
0: instant. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is kind of weird that it's not like instant, but hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, Ixtal Clash is coming up November 15th. Or, sorry, no. The first weekend of it starts the 15th. It'll be on the 20th and 21st. Uh talk Clash is coming up. Look into the details <laughs> if you're interested. I don't want to go. Yeah. Through, I don't want to go through all the fucking dates. Yeah, yeah. no, I got you. Um, and then I think one of the big things is they added a bunch of tooltip trackers, which isn't like it, it doesn't make any effect on the game, mm-hmm. but it is really nice. to know, like how much damage you blocked with your Gargoyle Stone Plate active, yeah, or how much bonus healing you've gotten from Spirit Message, or how much damage you've done with the Storm Razor thing. Like all of those are extra numbers that then when you are comparing builds or mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. It's like, oh, great. Like, I, I can look and see that, oh, you know, I I think they, I don't know why they didn't add this to, like, Collector as well. Yep, there's one great. that should have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's like, how much bonus gold did you get from Collector? How much damage did you get from the Execute? And mm-hmm. was it seven? Do you,
0: yeah. Do you think that there's a world where, an item like Spirit Visage, for instance, which I don't think is, like, necessarily purchased for for the bonus healing and shielding, unless your character has it, um, I think it's sort of the default MR item um, and has been for a while. Do you think there's a world where the item is seen as like way more OP than it is just because you can track stats and see how like the healing and shielding is is impacted? Because I potentially I think the item is like absolutely disgusting. Thirty percent is a lot, um, or twenty five percent, whatever it is. Um, but I, I think it's like a very <laughs> For the healing item, I think it's a little underrated for for how good it is.
2: I guess, like, I think of chains, like, being a good example of that. Like, everyone, I think chains are really strong. I think most people think chains are really strong. But then when you have a fight where you buy chains for the very first time and have, like, a long fight, like me as Tom Kench, obviously my fights are longer, Mm -hmm. where you reduce their damage by a thousand in a fight at, like, level 10, uh, they go, oh, that's all, that's crazy. Like, yeah, it's hard to kind of visualize that without actually having the number, so. True. (sighs) so uh, yeah, awesome or, like, and then
1: a, you, at the end of a fucking carthus game when you look at how much damage <laughs> your B- did, yeah yeah
0: um awesome and then we had a bunch of bug fixes that you can check out as well as several skins uh including cafe cafe cuties gwen soraka annie bard siver and vladimir uh and arcane jinx and arcane caitlin are being added for this the, as well
2: the bard skin is one of the best skins they've ever made by the way Really, it's so good, man. His head's a teapot, and he places little oh, his teapots. head's a teapot. That's that's very cute. He's really cute. <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: all great. right, so that is it for the patch. Oh, and those all have chromas as well. All of the uh, yeah. the cafe cutie ones. Um, so cool. Let's uh, let's let's do uh, let's talk about our sponsors. Uh, yeah, that absolutely. we that we didn't talk about earlier.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna jump into the first of our middle of the show sponsors, Manscaped. Um, They are coming back at you with the Performance Package 4.0 from the Global Leaders in Below the Waist Grooming. Uh, It includes their Longbore 4.0 trimmer to tame any bush, as well as score brownie points with the in-laws. It's in their read. I don't know how you trimming (laughs) your bush scores you points with your in-laws. Because it scores points with your partner. Yeah. I
0: suppose. And you're, hey, you make your things are very interesting. You make your partner happy. You make the, their parents happy. Yeah. yeah. That's life. Uh, so,
1: so gift yourself Manscaped or gift it to the man in your life who needs it. Uh, join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off as well as free shipping with the code LEAGECAST at manscaped.com. Um, got to join this movement. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta smooth things out. If you've got crazy nose hair and ear hair like Nick Cooper, you might want to look into getting the weed whacker. You think
0: I'm joking? This is not a joke. <laughs> like... I, don't, I know you're not joking.
2: Have you guys tried we... their shampoo and stuff, by the way? yet? Yeah, like, it's it's so really nice. good, actually. It smells just like the
0: smells just like the the bald uh,
2: yeah reviver. It, everything mm-hmm. smells so good. It's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: So on on top of the like uh, you know the the trimmer and, and nose hair trimmer, they've also got like shampoo, conditioner, body wash balls deodorant, balls toner refresher, toner, yeah. whatever. Um it all like smells really stuff. great. It's it comes in nice packaging. Like it they, they make a quality product. So if you want to get it for twenty percent off, why would why would you throw your money away, man? Get get twenty percent off, get free shipping. It's it's basically for real estate. Use code leadcast at manscape.com Get smooth before Thanksgiving. It's important. <laughs> Thank- thank you manscape uh our next
0: sponsor is once again giver gifts uh this episode sponsored by giver.gifts uh guys do you have trouble finding that perfect gift for your special someone especially with christmas coming up it's very important look no further than giver.gifts uh it's a Calif- leona skins nick because that's i what I'm wish you. you're my special someone this there year. is a leona skin coming out pretty oh. exciting um It's a California-based company focused on deprogramming us to believe that more stuff is equivalent to more emotional value. Uh, Their research shows that... Experiential gifts lead to a stronger relationship, and this is exactly why you should look into giver.gifts this holiday season. As part of their promotion, uh, they sent me their inspired massage set. It was the perfect experiential gift uh, for me and my partner. It was super fun. Uh, we had a 100% beeswax candle, a really nice uh, wild rose uh, massage oil and guide, uh, and hey, it comes with pictures and instructions, so you can't mess it up. It's, it's super easy, super nice. Uh, and it came with a, a super special pebble uh, that is indicative of your endless love and support for your partner, um, similar to to what penguins do to, uh, to 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 their lifelong partners. Uh, and then you can give her. It comes with a blank card with some prompts to express how you feel, um, which is you know can be a little difficult for for us guys sometimes. So uh, yeah, look into Giver dot gifts. Uh, it was super nice to to be able to to use the massage oil. Uh, the candle is. It, it smells absolutely amazing. Uh, definitely would recommend 100% like, worth it. Uh, thank you to giver.gifts. It is G-I-V-H-E-R.gifts, uh, G-I-F-T-S. And use promo code Leadcast for 10% off of your order. Uh, order soon because hey, they're going to fill up for the holiday season. I'll tell you
1: that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, giver. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so on from there, we've got some 5 stars this week. For the first time in a in a fat minute, um, so, we're going to jump right on into those. The uh, first of them is from I Love It Mouth J. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Helping a friend in need, five stars. Uh, and it's the take my energy, take my energy, take <laughs> my energy with the little emoji. Good luck on diamond. I did it. That's Thank a you, Mouth face, J. Your, huh? It's a Lemmy face, I believe. Lemmy face, okay. Mm-hmm um you, you know that energy really kicked me it across worked. the line yeah uh
0: nice <laughs> and then the next one is from phoenix 7307 five stars five stars league cast is decent i'd rate it a five out of seven Ooh, ooh. thank you phoenix for that perfect score uh nice awesome score. so let's move into the GamerCraft competitive league section uh there's an lcs format update um so hey back to the uh the even splits uh, where the record doesn't carry o- over um, two weeks e- during each split will be super weeks to keep the same number of games from the prior year. Uh, and then the the other big thing, which is like actually super crazy news is something called the champions queue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an exclusive matchmaking system hosted on a West coast server for quote high skills players, serious about improvement. Uh, and they, they wanted to point out that there would be no one tricks, ban toxicity and uh, it would be curated curated uh to best suit the 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 needs of the uh high level player base um so I, I think this is I great I think so too I think this is it, I hope it is used more frequently than I think it will be um but I I'm super excited for it no more complaining about
2: ping diff <laughs> There's tons of people complain like complaining about like oh so if you're a east coast player then Go fuck yourself, I guess. And I I don't think people fully understand this, right? So people think of it as like every pro player is only going to go play on this. So therefore NA high, so high, elo solo queue is dead. That's not how this will work, right? This will probably be a 200, 300 person to 500 person max allowed queue right you're vetted to be on the server uh, there's been things in like uh various cs games where like pros would have like their own ladder where like you could queue on and stuff like that um it, it, you know how uh like a year ago core jj was setting up private lobby servers yeah exactly it's gonna mm-hmm. be like that but automatic right so you're vetted to be on this uh server whether you're a pro player a high yolo player not a one trick uh yada 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 then you can play on this server and Probably it's going to be opened from certain hours of the day because there's not enough players to keep it open all the time. Like, hey, uh, every weekend from six to ten, we have the server open and you queue up, right? So you have all 500 players queuing up at this point, and then it puts them in a high-rated solo queue lobby mm-hmm. uh, where everyone's trying, no one's being toxic, uh, and like that will just create better competition. I think it's, I think it's fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. It's uh, definitely interesting. I, I can't wait to see like. Individual pro players like not being allowed on it or getting kicked off of it (laughs) for being toxic. Like I just think that would be so funny. It's like four
2: or five TSM members are allowed (laughs)
1: on the champion server.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: that'd be interesting if uh, if some are and some aren't
2: as long as it's handled properly i think it's great right like this is actually uh yeah. one of the first real big things that the players association has done they're the ones who kind of like started putting this together core jj came to them after like setting up all those lobbies He's like hey see this can work we just need an automated way of doing it and they worked with riot and riot uh helped them create this and as long as it's handled right it's moderated properly i i think this could be really really good for na like high quality mm-hmm. solo queue games is a great way to actually practice the game so I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to kill the server or anything like that. People who think that, I don't think they fully understand the grasp of this. I mean, once again, I could also be wrong. I, I'm just kind of comparing it to my limited knowledge of things like this in other games, uh, like kind of just like curated cues and stuff. So Yeah, it's uh-huh.
0: very unrealistic that it's going to be up 100% of the time. Uh, and it's, it's pretty unrealistic to be inviting like every single, uh, I feel like, challenger player even.
1: Yeah. yeah, And and I ultimately like i think aiden you pointed out really well that like this is something court jj was doing in private lobbies and like yeah. it it just reduces the amount of administration behind like individual players teams coaches like scheduling scrim blocks mm-hmm. it, it it makes it easier for all of them that like absolutely like tl and c9 can still like book a, a scrim block where they play like two best of fives or something yeah but it also lets them just say okay cool like for whenever the server is available you can all just play and play with other good players and and have good high quality games that are, are set up this way without like making somebody go and build all those lobbies like if if this wasn't being built those people would still be off and not in your solo queue games or not in the challenger solo games. It's like well, they'd be in private lobbies. Yeah.
0: The, the, a huge thing is like being able to have scrims on the server as well. I, I don't know if this is going mm-hmm. to, to be something that they initially do, but having the ability for pros to scrim on, you know, sub 70 ping is going to be absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, that'll for, be really for, nice. I
2: have a feeling if the they already had players. that available to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you think so?
2: Yeah, I think okay. Riot It does have a, a server like that they use for like LCS when they actually don't have LAN working and stuff like that. Gotcha. That's like low ping. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah.
1: I can see that. I also think this is going to be really, really good for like the academy scene, so to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think we're going to see a lot more conversation about it because, like, most of the LCS players, I would imagine, are still going to be primarily focused on proper scrims with their full five man against a full five man yeah um but like i i think this is amazing for like everyone else who's like the next step down or even Mm. if you're just like on the b roster or if you're a sub for like a main team it's like great you get more experience against really good players like you can get in comms you can work on stuff and like Maybe you discover that, like, you know, the 80 carry on TL Academy and the AD carry on, like, TSM Academy are just popping the fuck off in Champions yeah. queue. And now, like, they're going to start talks to try and get those players together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just has to be handled properly. That's, like, the number one thing is, like, I, I do think we'll see issues. Like, there's always issues and stuff like this. But as long as they're handled properly, it'll be great, right? As long as, like, you don't have people, like, egoing, like, because I am mid laner for tsm or i am mid laner for x large team and this guy didn't play up to my thing so i want him removed and i have a big ego right or same thing with like people not trying right just because they're pro players they go oh fuck this like i'm not gonna try because i have like the ego and cloak to stay on this as long as those people are like handled properly this can only be good for na so
3: mm-hmm.
2: agreed
0: awesome cool um you want to take us through the biggest roster moves aiden
2: yeah we'll talk about some roster moves really quick uh, most of them are like are confirmed or almost confirmed at this point so like yeah. uh none of them i don't think very many of them are fully confirmed but they're like all confirmed through like journalists and sources like that um so i pulled up together some of the most uh crazy ones for the last like couple of weeks uh cloud 9s roster is going to be summit the top laner um from the fuck what team was he from korean team either way he's like an up and coming like top laner uh kind of been hyped up uh despite being on like kind of a middle of the pack team in korea um blabber is staying on cloud nine their fudge is role swapping to mid originally as of like five hours ago i had sven here instead of berserker but berserker is t1's uh, t1 academy's ad carry uh he is now Mm. Uh, plan to replace Sven and then their support is going to be either winsome who is a uh korean player or isles who is an oc uh player and then they are in talks to get ls as their coach currently so uh i, I think that's can... super interesting
0: is this okay. i thought there was limited to two imports per team so
2: a uh, winsome is like a korean player but he's never officially played on ah. in, like lck so this would be his uh Debut in or whatever and, and, you know what I mean. Yeah. I D- see. Split, gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. I I am very excited. I think that I think the biggest like question mark is Blabber. Um. And it'll it'll definitely be pretty reliant on him to figure out. Um. I I don't want to say to figure out like how to carry the team, but it, yeah, it's definitely something that is going to be hard for. I think the team to, to, to focus on if he is not up to form. Yeah. Like up to I, yeah. I,
1: I don't think we're going to see, like, if, if this is exactly how it comes out and stays, I wouldn't expect them to do amazing in Spring Split. Maybe, like, four or five if things are going well. I could see them doing really well in Summer Split. Um, I... I i just want to see
2: ls man that's i I think like yeah he's either ls with a korean top laner and bot lane yeah i mean you have (laughs) have three korean players and then fudge is very much a player who listens to ls and his thoughts on the game and stuff like that i don't like blabber fully is under that like kind of like devout narrative or whatever but i do think that either a like the worst that can happen is it doesn't go well and ls is memed which is kind of like a little bit funny to be honest Mm -hmm. or uh, it produces a better meta in NA. Like it, like the reality is if he has five players who listen to the way that he thinks the game should be played, which I think in theory is a good way of thinking about the game and it's played and it works, I think that could completely fucking make NA a stronger region. Like, it, it, so too, yeah. Yeah. you have and teams freezing, building properly, all this shit, better drafts, mm-hmm. like all that stuff could be so fucking good for the game. And even
1: if like, I, I think even if, he doesn't have like let's say the correct vision of the game or there's like a better vision out there i think that's always something that any has has struggled with Mm -hmm. is the to like let there be one defined cohesive like this is how we're playing and approaching the game and i think just that as a model if this goes well could hopefully be seen and you know work towards better in organizations and hopefully players being a little bit more okay with it. Um, You know, the fact that like they're pulling in three Korean players who I think like are more used to that of like the coach is going to tell you how to play and you do what they say Yeah. as as well as like um, if they do pull in one of these, that this would be like their debut split. Like they're not combating as much ego as you might run into with, with other players. Yeah. Um, So again, I I could see split one, not going super well, but I could see them uh, like, like maybe, maybe it works off the bat, but I, I think in, in my limited knowledge, I would, I would think, Summer split is where we see this C9 do really well. Yeah. And if they do well in summer split, they'll probably go to Worlds and do okay. Yeah, there.
2: I'm excited either way. Um, next is Team Liquid. They're uh, rumored to get Bwipo top lane, Santorin jungle, in mid, Han, Sama, AD carry, and Core JJ support. I think this roster is on paper just so fucking strong.
3: <laughs> I think so too. Stacked. Yeah. It's crazy. It's
2: I think Hansam is the best Western AD carry currently. Um, and <laughs> I, I think him with Core JJ, with Bjork mid, with Bwepo top, like, oh my god, like what a roster, man. The team like fucking is going for it. Yeah, it looks yeah. solid, man. Yep. Uh next is Fnatic. Uh there's not full roster updates here yet, but the rumor is that they're gonna get wonder from top, uh, from G2 for top lane, humanoid mid, and Sang is going to stay support uh for g2 the rumor right now is that uh broken blade is going to be their new top player uh for vitality this is the super team in eu they're going to have alfari top self-made jungle perks mid karzi ad carry and labrov uh support this is like a fucking crazy roster this kind of reminds me of like the na team liquid version but like eu and probably stronger yeah <laughs> karzi is probably the, the other best ad carry in the west so uh, i think between between hansom and karzi i think like uh it's gonna be crazy. So it's it,
0: cool. is Lebron the only like question mark?
2: Uh, he's there was the support last season in oh, okay. Vitality. He was like fine. It's just like I, I think the rest of their team is so fucking good. So.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the the rest are probably like if not top like two in their in their yeah. uh, particular roles. Like at the very least top three
2: yeah it's crazy it's great and then last but not least is fpx is fully exploding all members are rumored yeah. to leave so uh that's I mean, that's, that's the, probably good for everyone involved the only cool thing is i think uh nuggery on a different team is probably like overall a good thing i would love to see him come back to lck <laughs> so <laughs> nuggery gonna come back to lck and they're implementing first strike
1: Ooh. you know it man Nuguri first strike every game on that's vladimir sure so that's so yeah. funny <laughs>
0: Nice. Uh, Let's jump into the roundtable then.
2: Yeah. Um, So last week's question was, with the launch of Arcane, what would you like to see Riot's next show be based on? And we all talked about our stuff. Uh, From our Twitter, though, we got some responses. One of those is from Aaron. He says, literally anything in Ionia. I want to see them bring that region to life. There are so many awesome stories that exist there. Jason said, we've got a bunch of stories already uh, from the cinematics, but a full Yasuo Yon origin story would be awesome. Soda said the Ionian War with Noxus uh, has so many cool characters, lore, and world implications. Rainbow Honeysuckle said the Renekton Hunter, where it's just set running around wrangling all the fauna and animal characters of Runterra, Steve Irwin style. <laughs> uh, from her Facebook, uh, uh, Montez so funny, said uh, honestly, anything based around character relationships, they have so many, uh, so much shared lore that can produce so many, mul- sorry, multiple series easily and then from our discord uh, Cam- Camaril said I think that would be really interesting to do a series about the old gods in the beginning of Runeterra or mm. potentially about Lysandra uh, and trapping the watchers in true ice it would also be really interesting to do a one off Christmas special type episode with characters uh, from the same skin line you could do something like Star Wars uh, Star Wars uh, sorry Star Guardian story that would be that would last one episode include Jinx to tie it to the first series and then introduce new characters for the next series I actually like the idea of like one off episodes it's, Like yeah fun. yeah no I think
1: that that's that's a really, really great idea of like doing skin line like mm-hmm. one off episodes where it's like this isn't canon lore. This is just entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh god, that could be really fun. Did you guys
2: ever watch any of um, Star Wars Visions? No. It was the Disney produced Star Wars series where they got seven anime studios produ- to produce episodes of Star Wars, like just yo episodes like in, of in their Star- own style. Yeah, like, and it's just like so their own story in the Star Wars universe, right? And I don't—they're not really canon. They're just kind of like whatever. But like, what if Brian just got a bunch of anime studios to make an episode of fucking League? Like, it can just be anything in world. It doesn't really have to be canon. It's just like whatever. That'd be so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that could cool. be
1: really, really hype. Where, yeah, if they just like open up that license, kind of like Forge, yeah. to say like, like okay, go ahead, like make an episode, like pick a character pick an event do something and like it doesn't need to be a canon piece of lore like if it is we'll oversight it and then like hopefully the follow-up with that is that some of those are really 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 good and they say what if uh what if we gave you a bunch of money to make like a 10 episode season yeah what if what if we got like a fucking set series made by bones
2: yeah uh, last but not least uh, Nugget said I want the show to be based around Bandle City and have uh, one cinematic based on the Yordles and it's great I have seen almost no one talk about it and I think it could be a great show if uh, bar- eh, and is barely ever explored by Riot yeah they only have one cinematic about Yordles so uh, I think that'd be great uh, this week's roundtable question though is what is your goal for the 2022 season super easy question
0: I want to hit Masters yeah I don't I don't it. even know if I want to I'm not even going to say finish I just want to hit it TFT. <laughs> no, I, I don't like playing TFT. Uh, yeah. uh, I want to hit want to hit masters in uh, in solo queue. Hell yeah, it's a good feeling.
2: Yeah,
1: I've got uh, uh, I've got several goals. Um, I think hitting masters would definitely be really cool for me as i I've, I've never hit that. Um, even though I've been very very close in, in a way, um, I want to play a lot more tournaments, clash teams
3: games yeah i want
1: i love playing team games when i'm not resigned to trundle duty um i want to play more team games i i want to obviously do well in solo queue so like my my first solo queue goal is to get diamond in like under 100 games hell yeah um and (laughs) then hopefully uh you know hit master at, uh, you know, at, at least at some point in the, season,
2: nice. in the season. Yeah, they are doing a harder reset next year, so I hope we don't get reset too hard, because I'm a little oh, spooked true, about that. Um, mine is pr- honestly probably just, like, learning a new role to a, l- at least diamond level is what I would like to do. I would like to be able to play either mid or probably, probably mid, to be honest, like, at a diamond mm-hmm. level. I think I can play the role similar to the way i play top because i play top as a very supportive play style Mm -hmm. and i I think mid is usually looked at as kind of like the chad solo kill your lane do a ton of damage role but like if i play characters like tf and stuff like that then i think i could play a very similar style to how i play top lane and then still climb Mm -hmm. i just want to be able to play like yeah yeah roles at like that level i think that's like kind of the most interesting thing because i was i was talking to kennedy and trevor a couple days ago and we were saying that I'm very certain I could play any character in the game to platinum right now. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could play it. I think that number goes down substantially when I try to go to diamond, like right now, like mm-hmm. I think it's a yeah, huge jump. Of course. Uh, but yeah. And I,
1: I think your, your particular play style, like you, you could absolutely take over games mid mm-hmm. by playing that like facilitator role where it's like, yeah. cool. Like I'm one zero and 15 on TF and I'm running the fucking game, or, like, yeah. I'm playing the Malzahar, I'm playing the Galio. Um, the, I, yeah, I, I could see you doing play do you well that. Play it while Predator's hot.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, do it while for Predator's sure. hot. Yeah, I just think um, there's a couple characters that fit in that. It would be fun. So, mm-hmm. I need Good. to add
1: a, another final goal for my 2022 yep. season. It's play, play a character that's come out in the last two
2: years. <laughs> Who is a character that Colton would play, Nick, in the last two years? I, um, I'd
0: have to look at the list, but, like... There have to be so many.
2: I'm sure there's a couple, for sure.
1: Oh, like I I I intend to during the preseason make it like a a concerted effort to get like ten games on the new characters who I haven't touched Mm -hmm. since they've been released.
2: The cool thing about League is that like I think it's hard to pick up most characters in one game, but I think it's relatively easy to pick up a character in like ten. Like yeah. none of them are like that that fucking deep. <laughs> like like yeah. league is not that mechanically difficult, but you definitely can't mm-hmm. just like pick up and play shit randomly, which is kind of cool. So yeah. Uh, anyways, if you want to uh, send us your roundtable response, what your goal is for the twenty twenty two season, you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Leecast. Send us an email, mail at dot or um what's our <laughs> thing uh Leakast pod what's our what's our fucking just go to our website fucking go to our contact page leakcastpodcast.com. <laughs> Yeah, linkcastpodcast.com. I, I don't know. If that, I, do I usually say the link? I'm so confused. I don't you can, I don't you think can you send usually it, it to us. Yeah, you
1: can email it to us. You can go on our website. You can get in our Discord, Twitter, Facebook. Like Yeah. The, links to all that stuff. You guys on our know all the places. You guys wow. know where Listen to respond to the, to the end. roundtable. Listen to the plugs.
0: Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Cool. Let's jump into Mail Fight. Uh, hey, again, we're going to um, not get to everyone's email, um, but we, we are receiving them and we will get to it. Uh, probably on the next episode where we don't have a, an hour-long patch. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the first one is from Angry Dad. Hey, guys, Angry Dad here. I recently picked up Action 50 games played in the last two weeks uh, and have absolutely fallen in love with this champ and am plan- planning on one-tricking him. However, I just don't understand when to build Lethality versus Crit, including when I'm playing AD Carry as different champs. Due to Action's three-hit passive, I tend to go cracking for my Mythic uh, but then League will recommend I build Collector next item. Personally, I would rather l- rush Lord Doms into Mortal Reminder, Wit's End, or Infinity Edge, but when I look up guides on- and OPGG, uh, everyone seems to go Collector and will sometimes even add uh, will add even more Lethality items. As a general w- rule, when should someone go Lethality over uh, Crit or Raw Damage, and any other specific tips for me trying to climb his action? Uh, thanks for your time, Angry Dad. Um, I think I've played the most action out of mm-hmm. us here. Uh I'm How gonna go ahead and me? I'm gonna go ahead and say outside of collector, which is an item that I don't think is very good, but if you enjoy using it, like go for it. Um I don't think you should build any other lethality item. Uh I think he's he is one of the highest damage dealers in the in the game with his double mm-hmm. hit passive. Uh and I think crit is just strictly better on him, period. Uh, So I would, you know, you you can build with Zen because of of its interaction uh, with your E. Yeah. Uh, But that is probably the only non-crit item that I would consider building on um, action. Um, Yeah. uh, Otherwise, I would say 100% of the time go crit. Uh, Yeah. if you don't like collector, yeah, try going uh I I would probably go Lord Dom's into Infinity Edge. I think that's the highest possible damage you can get. Uh, unless you need to um uh, uh unless you need some some magic resist in which case you could slot in uh Wit's End before uh, Lord Dom's. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I would say don't go Lethal Answer your this is your question. Uh, <laughs> only others. Sorry, sorry. To- right, right, uh, I thought you were meaning, but uh,
2: uh, no. The only thing, other thing to note is that like, lethality is typically like an early game like statted mm-hmm. thing, um, whereas crit is something that you don't really pick up your crit build until you get Infinity Edge, which minimum is your third item because you need sixty percent crit to activate it.
0: Unless you go to Worlds. Yeah, unless you go to Worlds and you can't do math. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: but like, yeah. So that's like typically like, your idea is like if you're if you're not like if their team is so fucking early game like that you need to end the game early that, uh, you don't think you can get to four items, then yeah, crit's not going to work, but like typically that's how you think about the game.
1: Or, you know, in, I think another case that you could maybe look at that is in a world where maybe you are going to be going wit's end or maybe need a QSS or a GA, especially if there's some odd situation where you need like two of those items, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to have to build these items, so I'm not going to be able to get 60% crit until my, like, sixth item. Yeah. Maybe I just go, like, Mythic, Collector, and then I get my Witsend and GA or something. Because, like, I I can't afford to just go all damage. Um, I
0: I just don't think Lethality is good enough on ranged characters to Mm -hmm. to go it over crit. Generally, generally Um, now. Especially for a character who just pumps out damage the way action does um i i like cracking on him i think it's really fun uh i i wouldn't go anything else at the moment you can maybe go gale force uh to to get the execute uh and i think the only other thing is uh it i think putting points into your w is something that isn't like you you don't want to put one point into it at level three in every single game there are games where you're not going to have the opportunity to you know proc the passive or um really do anything with it so it's it's best to just put another point in your q or e um and for that it's just going to come with it with time if you think you're going to be stuck in a lane i would recommend not putting points into your w um uh, until you have the ability to open up that lane and, and sort of leave a little bit yeah uh, but yeah, that, so that's something that's going to come with some experience
1: hmm? thank you for the email angry dad good luck in your action climb next email from ypr or yipper Uh, Hey, LeagueCast, recently hit Diamond for the first time and wanted to share something with your listeners that really helped me in my ranked journey and may ultimately help them. To give context, I started playing in Season 6, was Bronze my first season, and then hit Plat in Season 7, meaning Riven. With each season, I felt like I was improving but couldn't seem to make the push to Diamond. Despite having a pretty high win rate and playing at a level that I thought was good enough to continue climbing, I just could not get out of Plat. Um, This season, after listening to the Broken By concept podcast, I started to really try to understand what my playstyle was and how I could use it to my advantage. My main strength, in my opinion, was having decent micro. So rather than taking TP, trying to TP bot to help bot lane pre-six, I just took ignite and focused on dominating my lane opponent. Started realizing that if I can make my laner come out of lane 0 3 and two levels behind, my team is actually in a better position than if I had TP'd to bot and gotten a double kill. Mm-hmm. But in the process, allowed my laner to get back in the game. By doing this, I felt like I had much more agency in my game since I was the person that was ahead and I wasn't sacking my lane in the hopes that bot could carry. This also allowed me to take much more responsibility for losses, as I understood that if I was ahead and lost the game, then I was accountable for the loss. that I didn't carry with the lead that I got. Basically, my advice for climbing is to focus on what you're good at, hone in on that skill set. Uh, hopefully, this helps some people. And thanks for a great podcast.
2: Thank you. That's really good advice. Yeah, no, I, I think
1: that's that's good advice. Um, I think, you know, all all three of us have pretty different play styles in, in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I think you see that throughout the game. Like, a bunch of pros have very different play styles and play what works for you, right? Like, jumping back to, like, a meme earlier, like, there was that that nice period of time where Nuggery went klepto on every single character. Yeah. Right? Because, like, that was how he played the game and it it fucking worked for him. And there were people who tried to imitate it who were good top wingers who just ate shit and couldn't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like that's not to say they're bad players. It's just, they weren't playing their style. So yeah, if you can identify what works for you, do it. And it should work out pretty well. Thanks for the email,
0: Eber. Uh, thanks, Yipper. Uh, next email's from Dippy. I'll be so happy if they fix the tick rate on all abilities, like you were talking about with Vi last week. Uh, it irritates me to know in that Gragas Q gets nothing out of waiting if you don't wait for the barrel to turn red. Uh, in Thresh E passive, I'm calling it now, if they ever change the... Charge up to just tick up to a cap instead of having a low, medium, high setting. AD Thresh will be a thing. AD Thresh top will be a thing, sorry. I'll even predict the build right now. Conquer with Eclipse. Uh, Zonias, Bloodthirster, Ravenous, Hydra, Mercurial, Scimitar, and Boots, of course, Dippy. Um, I, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with... Um, uh, like I, I think there's a difference between abilities that charge up or things you have to wait for. Uh, and, and things like... um. Like Cho'gath knock-up, sometimes knocking you up for half a second and sometimes knocking you up for a tenth of a second.
2: I guess a better example like, would be like, um so Anivia ult ticks at like a one second a thing ratio. If that was every like tenth of a second, that would be better for the game overall, right? Because right now, it is optimal when you're playing Anivia to wait for a tick, like as soon as you see an ult damage tick, and then cancel your ult because it immediately does another tick, right? You're doing more damage by doing that, which is a very easy thing to do, but, like, it just shouldn't be. Like, that's just, like, a bad mechanic that's kind of coded with old shit. So, what we're talking about—so, there's two different things we're talking about. Ticks on abilities, like Anivia, or tick rate, which is, like, why we are assuming abilities like uh, Cho'gath Q were, like, randomized. Yeah. Those are two so, different uh, things uh, as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where, where I think a, a really good example is I think vi- uh, um, Camille Q in the time between attacks is good. I yep. think that's a good like, like thing that's in the game. Whereas if you use Vial, it may knock up for one and a half second, and it may knock up for one point two five seconds. Like that's yeah. bad.
2: And those are two different things completely, but they they have the same name, so like it's yeah. a little confusing. But yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you, Dippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, next email is from Boogie Wow, and I think it's going to be the last one we yeah. get to yeah. on tonight's show. But rest assured, we have your emails, and we'll get to them. Uh, as soon as we can uh, so again next one from Boogie Wow he says what's up fellows I hope this email finds you all hopefully three well uh, I want to let everyone know about this but I finally hit gold for the first time hey, really hey, that hey. skin! Uh, I remember listening to you guys talk about the rank system a few weeks ago and how good it felt hitting gold or plat or diamond for the first time and boy were you right so how did I get there I'm glad you asked rewind to this time last year Season was a few weeks out from ending, and I thought to myself, the highest I've ever finished in a season was in Season 4 without really putting in much effort. I wonder if I can hit gold before the season ends. I did not hit gold last season. (laughs) Uh, I was so far from gold, in fact, that I went from Silver 1 to Silver 4 in a week. They sound like me, man. Uh, it felt like it couldn't win a game. After that loss streak, I decided to close the books on last ranked season. Fast forward to the start of 2021. After taking a long break from the game, I decided to muster up the courage to jump back into ranked. Quickly went through my promos and landed in bronze 2. A few games later, and I'm in silver 3. Uh, I spent a few weeks going up and down from silver 1 to silver 2, and after hitting my promos for the first time, I lose. Feeling pretty deflated and strung out on playing Kaisa game after game, I pull a blue basket special and start playing positions I'm not as familiar with, with champions I'm not proficient in. Uh, You can imagine how that went. I dropped down to silver four and decided to take a break that lasted most of the summer. Got married in September and told myself that I would try one last time to hit gold. I go on a win streak with Vayne and Kaisa, but couldn't break out into my promos. At this point, it's probably good to mention that I wanted to do this without a duo partner. After playing all of these games, I would not recommend that to anyone ever. Please don't do that to (laughs) yourself. After dropping my pride of wanting to do it solo, I made it to my promos four times in the last two weeks. I don't understand what it is, but when you enter your promos, there seems to be a detection system within Riot Software to set you up with people who will connect at the start of the game, move five feet in the fountain, and disconnect, leaving us in a 4v5 that regrettably ends in an FF at 15 and a loss in promos. Wish I was kidding, but this happened in back-to-back promos. As a side note, I think that that shouldn't count as a loss if it's in promos. Maybe it could be a remake for promos specifically. IDK, it was very frustrating. Anyway, I say all of that... um, To say that in the last two days, I went 18 and 4 and made it from the bottom of silver 2 into gold 4. So yeah, go me, I guess. Uh, I wanted to send this email to shout out all my low elo friends who are like me, just trying to climb with a 51% win rate. I'm saying this because I started to feel a lot of insecurity listening to the podcast and everyone here saying, yeah, it took me 150 to 250 games to hit plat or diamond, but I pushed through it and in 900 games. I made it to gold. Love you guys, boogie wow! D- nice. c- congrats! Like yeah, awesome, no matter man. how many games it took, like you made it to gold. You you hit your goal. I again like right we're we've been diamond for a fat minute. But like none of us when we hit gold for the first time thought, well it's just gold. Yeah. We're not even diamond. It was like fuck yeah! I made it to gold. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a huge accomplishment you like you set a goal for yourself you made it you improved you identified some of your issues and like i i'm sure if you try and ranked again next season if you you know make that a goal again you can definitely get gold again if not you know make it to high gold or plat you know yeah
2: be proud of your accomplishments
1: it's awesome yeah
0: and exactly and don't don't yeah. compare it to someone else's journey it's a. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just gonna leave you disappointed honestly
1: yeah. yeah and and don't do what i do when i play solo queue that that shit where you that, that those couple paragraphs we we're talking about doing the blue hmm. basket method there's a reason i wasn't able to get to diamond until the fucking last day of the season yeah it's <laughs> like so, that it's it's bad it's yeah. bad for you <laughs>
0: Uh, awesome. That'll do it for this episode of cast. We do have a lot of emails to to go through next week, uh, but we promise we've we've got them all. Um, if you want to send us an email, it is mail at leecastpodcast You can watch us Twitch TV slash Bluebasket and slash cast Frost. Uh, tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook. We are LeeCast. Visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord, discord.gg forward slash LeeCast. You can also uh, visit our website and and join that way. Uh, and finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash LeeCast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.